Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're gonna talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Hi, oh my gosh, this is the Trash Cast, and I'm Tommy Link, and this is surprise, you're on the Trash Cast, and you didn't know it, because you, you didn't, you weren't aware that a podcast was happening, but I've shoved a microphone in front of your face, because you're my friend. Welcome, Byron Lane. Hi, I, Byron. I just ordered our Domino's pizza. Yeah, what are we getting on it? Vegetables. Extra tomato sauce, diced tomatoes, black olives. I think sauce and topping should go to the very edge of the pizza. Oh, are we've, you kidding? We've the discussed crust that. is it's you know the, you know what the crust is? Useless. Capitalism. <laughs> they, they they put all that crust there and then you you're not full. Because you shouldn't eat it. I I think you shouldn't eat it. <laughs> oh, because it moves you on to the next slice. It moves you on to the next slice. Whereas keep some up, people, keep them going. But also when they sell like the separate dipping sauce the, for the, the crust areas? No. No, that's just inverted pizza. That's you right. put you've separated the ingredients and now you're making me do the that's work. That's right. They've shifted the burden to the consumer. You can't you can't you have to dip your own crust. They're not doing it for you. It's like this is controversial. It's like the thing with the uh, grocery carts in the in the all over the parking lot. They want you to put the cart away because then they don't have to hire a person to do it. Oh, yeah. But on, I do think it's rude to leave your cart or like to like put it up on the edge of the curb. So I know I always take it back to the area where they're intended. My worst pet peeve though. I want to trash people who go to the Trader Joe's multi-level parking lot at 8,000 sunset. And they, they, um, you're only supposed to park on a certain level to use the specific Trader Joe's elevator specifically intended for cart usage. Cause they're bigger mm, Yep, and people don't, they ignore that. And they're just willy-nilly with their carts on all sorts of levels. They're in the wrong elevators. Capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> okay. So I want to interview you about some specific pop culture moments and trash or stash them. The new E.T. commercial. Stash. Why? Wait, that means I like it, right? Yeah. I'm a very sentimental person, Tom. Okay. I cried every trailer. The Cats trailer, I was wrecked. Um, so I saw that little movie. That movie's trash. I'm sorry. I can't believe you let it pull your heartstrings. You haven't seen it yet. Well, it's going to be trash. But that trailer, the trailer, that trailer is, is a masterpiece. hundred <laughs> percent trash. No, that trailer is a cats. master. It's an emotional masterpiece. It takes you on a journey. How big are the cats though? Tears because falling. Some, at one point in the video, the cats are like the size of humans dancing in Trafalgar Square. It's crazy. Have you seen the billboards? The billboards are crazy. I don't like that the billboard says cats and then it's a silhouette no. of a feline human no. with like a nose and a <laughs> mouth. It's not. It looks like the, um, what's that green eggs and ham <laughs> business? <laughs> you think it looks like Dr. Seuss? Yeah. yeah, Mrs. Susie Sue, it looks like whatever her name is. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Okay, so E.T., you're going to stash it? Stash. I am going to trash it because oh man, E.T. to me is one of the most terrifying things. The movie, oh. in general, terrifying. The character, terrifying. When he was laying in that river all pale and white and all the men came in in those white hazmat suits, I e. was e. screaming. is all of us. 
We are all dying on this planet. So brace yourself. Oh. I know. Dark oh, turn. I didn't think of it that way. Dark turn. But I'm sorry, E.T., capitalism. Capitalism. Consu- consumerism. Consumerism. A whole movie made to sell children toys. Turns out the toy is terrifying. Wait, no. What was the commercial for? The E.T. I don't know. I didn't see the commercial. I just read about him and thought, I'm not going to watch that because I'm terrified. Truth has come to light. Dakota Johnson versus Ellen. Let me tell you something. Trash or stash? I'm going to say trash because I was sold a false bill of goods because everyone was freaking out on Twitter. And I thought Dakota said something to Ellen about George Bush. Well, in a way she did because she said, I invited you. Ask everyone, you know, ask oh, Jonathan. You think she knew? And she said, uh, "Ellen said, oh, I was, I was busy that weekend.' Turns out, that it was, was the, the same weekend. Got it. Of yeah. the George Bush. I debacle. mean, it only is a stash if Dakota knew that, and this is all like a brilliant thing. Because I did think to myself, like, why would Ellen let this air? Yeah, she could have edited that out. Yeah. The perineum sunning. Did you see that article? Trash or stash? Sunning your perineum in your in your bee hole. I did it. Mine's burned. BB. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm um, concerned for your safety. But I'm not opposed to it. Do you? Okay. You live in Palm Springs now. Yeah. Do you lay out naked? I do. Yeah. Would you spread your cheeks and purposefully get vitamin D all over your nether regions? Personally, I've never exposed that part of my body to the sun. So it would be instantly burnt. I would burst into flames. I would cause damages in wildfires. It would be devastating to our our um our economy in oh california the, the insurance company getting those claims <laughs> let's see what's this guy's claim okay oh, is it treatment for a burned anus yeah look i'm not interested in doing that myself in my backyard but i'm going to tell you the couple of photos that i've seen of guys doing it look hot <laughs> okay it looks hot and i so support you're it. gonna tra- you're gonna stash i'm gonna stash. trash that okay my final topic the morning show trash or stash oh baby trash what and here's here's my main thing. Okay. I used to work in TV news, so it's very hard for me to look at TV news stuff and not have like PTSD. Oh. It was a very hard traumatic job. I worked for a morning show. So like I got to work at midnight and listen to the police scanner and all that terrible stuff and then the anchors came in and they read, you know, all that stuff. So for me it's very like, oh, this doesn't it doesn't feel as authentic to me. I am going to stash it. Because the arguing between Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon is so delightful. I was watching it by myself the other day and I stood up. I had a blanket wrapped <gasps> around me and I stood up and I raised my arms to the ceiling and I was I was sort of jumping up and down and stomping my feet in delight. Oh, that makes me happy. But what about the office guys? Do you, does he even need to be there? That's another question I have. Steve Carell? Yeah. yeah I'm going to be honest. I don't think he's very good on it. Oh, no. Also, another controversial opinion. What? Billy Crudup is either amazing, like brilliant on this show, or he's terrible, and I cannot tell. Interesting. I cannot tell. Interesting. There's also a musical theater segment where they're all singing, and I fast-forwarded. It gave me, it, it gave me like the funnies in my tummy. It made me feel weird. You know who I like, and this is not just because I'm from New Orleans, but it's that Duplass guy. Oh. Is it Mark? Yeah. I think he's great. You know who's amazing? Who? Anna. <gasps> Anna O'Reilly. Did you she's, get to that She's my episode? friend. I know. Yeah, she was she's so brilliant. Good. She was so good. She's so good in everything, and I just hope that just like the offers are pouring in, and she's- She had to fully uh, do like an entire episode that's 
just crying. Genius. Absolute, absolute star. Anna, genius. if you're listening. More. Anna. We love you. Praise you. All right. Well, that was Trash It or Stash It. With today's special, didn't know he was going to be a guest. Guest, Byron Lane. Uh, love when you. We, love you. When we come back from the break, I'll be chatting with Nick Hounslow, <gasps> who's in a big Christmas time movie. Handsome. Very handsome. handsome. His, if you follow him on Instagram, it's almost mentally unhealthy for yourself. Because it's, you're like, ah, that jerk. Why does he have to look that perfect? But then he's also very sweet and nice. And that's the worst part. Can he sing? No, thank God. Thank God. Because that's literally the worst. So yeah, Nick will be joining. Am I supposed to be talking during this part? Whatever you want. There's no rules. Oh no. It's my okay. podcast. All right. And therefore I say whatever goes, goes. All right. Stay tuned. Nick is an actor. Uh, perhaps you have seen him in his hit Christmas movies. He's playing Prince Alexander. He's reprising his role as Prince Alexander in Christmas with a Prince Becoming Royal. Mm-hmm. And what you just told me, it's like it's the number one Christmas movie. Yeah, right we just found TV. out. Like it uh, premiered on um, Sunday on Up TV. And then we just found out last night that it's uh, number one um, on the network, but also the number one movie since the beginning of the year. Which is like, so they were so excited and they even alluded to the fact last night. They were like, we're, there's going to be a, a trilogy. Yeah. You're going to be like the Star the trilogy, Wars of Christmas movies. The Star Wars of Christmas movies, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, you know, the last night there was a lot of the French uh, execs from the network, uh, MCs. So it plays out there and we get dubbed in French. And oh. um, they were all there and, and we were pushing for a South of France location for the third movie. And um, are these ones based on... On novels, or... yes. Okay, uh, Harlequin romance novel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Are you a Fabio for a new Basically, generation? I'm like the new generation of like, I guess Fabio. Yeah. Now you you um, <laughs> you've done a lot of modeling in your day. Have you ever been the model for a, a romance no, novel? No, I haven't. Actually, I will say this: most of the agencies I've been with have been really great ones since day one, and most of those jobs they would potentially turn down. Um, because it doesn't tend to put you it doesn't on. Pay. It, doesn't, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't really pay. You might get a free book, and then uh, <laughs> and then it sort of doesn't put your career on a, on a yeah, fantastic I guess, trajectory. I guess you're right about that. Yeah. Also, that's you're more of sort of like a a figure art drawing class model, right? Because it's they're painting you. They're not even using yeah. a real photo of you. Yeah, it's all a bit with the shirt open and the you know. Yeah, I would love to see you in a wig. <laughs> Wait, do I need to get you on Instagram and do a, a do we... link look of a Harlequin <laughs> yes, romance that novel? that would kind of be amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm putting that's, that on the dream board. That's what we need to do. You're also a, a, a high-profile fitness expert. Oh, I've never heard it called that before. You are. That's I mean, you are. Amazing. A high-profile fitness Aren't you? Fitness in my expert. mind. That's great. I'll take it. Um yeah, I guess I. Um, and you were, you were on that show uh, about mm. Cycle House, mm-hmm. um, being one of the trainers there, and thank you, you. And you have these crazy celebrity clients. I know there's ones listed, and there are ones that I know about. I'm probably not allowed to talk about, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best not to. And also, I see, I run into you, and you've like just like taught a class, and you're dripping in sweat, and you have the best attitude. <laughs> How do you how do you go back and forth between all those things and you know sort of keep it all going? Um, I think that 
Well, I always go back to saying this, and I'm, I, I've said this in many different interviews, that I was a heavy kid. So I was bullied. I was overweight. Like, you know, it was a miserable space to be in yeah. in sort of high school years. And I was in a boarding school, too, so you couldn't even escape it at night. So I got to the point where I was like, I just can't, I can't be like this anymore. I've got to figure this out. And I had this amazing chemistry teacher. She was a uh, Welsh female rugby player, semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, so picture that. But she was our chemistry teacher as well. So she was super fit. She taught me how to do circuit training and she taught me how to count calories. And this was all about 14, 15, year, 15 years old. And, um, and I just kind of ran with it. And then it became, ever since then, it became part of my life. Um, so yeah, so she, so your, your fitness journey started with the science behind it, essentially. The, like, I mean, it was a science teacher behind it. It wasn't particularly scientific aside from counting calories, but she was, I mean, I look back on it now. I mean, all these kids looking at her in chemistry class, she had a mini skirt on, she had these rugby legs, but they were just like, she, she was lean, but she was like scary, muscly lean. You know, and then we're doing like organic chemistry and mixing chemicals and test tubes and, you know, no one's paying attention because they're looking at her. But she had a gr an amazing body. That's all I remember. And I remember her just coaching me through. I mean, I would th I remember throwing up on my lunch breaks. Like the circuits were so hard. And then we would get more and more kids to join on lunch as well. So we started a whole thing. Oh. It was really cool. So that's where the fitness bit came in. And it's always, always been with me. And then I became a trainer when I was like 17. Just in, I was bored in the school holidays and I went and did the course. And then modeling had started at 17 um, because I got so thin, I guess. <laughs> and then um, and then acting kind of started after. So I, the, the three have always been with me. Um, and then the fitness stuff just kind of it just it's always been there in the background. So everyone's like, why don't you choose? You have to choose. You have to choose a career. I'm like, well, I already have these. It works. It works. The Rock doesn't have to choose. He's, yeah. host, he's hosting game shows and he's on movies like why can't I do the same? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like me, like take me seriously as an actor, but also now I'm a podcast hoster and sometimes I make trash crafts. Yeah. Well, so, you're a social media star. Am I? You are, Tom. I don't know. Well, you are. I mean, look, I mean, you've got some very, uh, very famous people that follow you and love your work. I know. From, are you, you know, responsible for, <laughs> for, for any perhaps possibly Australian <sighs> celebrity? Yep. reposting one of my things and making a dream come true there is um a possibility but i can't say either way so yeah <laughs> were you responsible for the kylie minogue <laughs> i love kylie minogue so much and i love her she's amazing i think i know okay so anyways you can't answer that question and i think i could get in trouble i i know i know um well, thank you for whatever you may or may not pulled some strings to. But yeah, send send me. It's your work. Your work speaks for itself. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> okay. Also, speaking of social media and Instagram deep dives, I was looking at your Halloween costume. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I was angry because I'm like, what is this costume? I know. There is no explanation. There are green tights. I think it's a frog. <laughs> See, well, you did. You got it. Why is there a crown? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> after being angry for like keeping looking at it for a couple of days, I'm like, frog prints. Got it. Got it. There you go. But it was so, slutty frog prints. It was. Uh, no, I like sorry. I don't want to sex shame. Uh, it, no, it was adult. 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 Viewership. There frog was, there was no shirt on. So that's. Right. And it was also really warm on Halloween because remember we're in LA. Yes. And it was it was a balmy evening. 
Um, but I will say this: everybody that night was like, "What? What? What are you?" I was like, "Oh my god, is it that difficult?" Like, and the reason why this costume came about: my mum and dad uh, moved, bought a new house in England, and so I've been having shipments of childhood things sent to me, um, which is somewhat weird because it's like, am I not welcome home anymore? But that's another story. Uh, one of also, the... like, you guys throw it away. Why do you have to make me? Well, why do you make it? me deal with it? Just, yeah. I don't know. It's there, so toss it. Yeah. Um, so one of the items that came was a frog costume I had when I was six years old, and it was this. <laughs> this and the headpiece still fit me. I must have had a giant head as a kid <laughs> with these frog eyes. So I was like, okay, like that's we're gonna run with this this year. I'm gonna be a frog. And then I had this this. I wouldn't say brainwave. That's sort of making it sound like way more fantastic. But I just thought, oh, Frog Prince because of the movie. Brilliant. I'll just do a play on that. Everyone will get it. I got yellow contact lenses that pretty much burn my retinas out. Um, I got green tights, green shoes, green hair, which kind of worked. Um, And then the whole night, everyone was like, what are you? I was like, is it that obvious? I mean, come on. I got frog eyes and a crown. I, I don't know. It's, you know, and everyone thought because of the workout, they were workout pants. I was like uh, some kind of workout instructor print. Fitness frog. Fitness, fitness frog. Fitness frog. I should have just said that. That's brilliant. <laughs> see, this is why you're a social media star. I I'm see. Not. Look at I can do you. And let me do your digital branding for you. God. But maybe also I was distracted by because I, I did not know you as a person who had an arm tattoo. And then there was it was a frog. Ah, uh, yes. With an arm tattoo. And I was like, is that. Does that go with the costume so in some way? It was supposed to be part of the costume. I had a moment where I uh, thought, oh, it would be really cool if I did something that was like my skin was changing from a frog to human skin or vice versa. So I found I was like, I'll do a henna tattoo. And I was obviously I had too much time on my hands. I found this lovely Indian lady in Hollywood who did henna, but she only does weddings. So what I tried to explain to her in pictures and show did not end up. I ended up with two weird-looking lizards of when I have still kind of partially one here and another so one, another some, one right Oh, there. so you wanted some sort of like f- frog becoming a human? Yeah, kind of. Thing. It might. Yeah, I was getting. I want. I needed prosthetic makeup is what I really needed, but you know, I was hoping this would do the trick. It didn't. So now it's all making so, yeah. sense. So I can understand why you got angry. See, when you stalk people on their Instagram. <laughs> Don't you you don't you don't know the whole story. No. Everyone has their own struggle. We all have a backstory. Don't story. judge them. <laughs> exactly. Don't hate them. This was, for... yeah. this was my struggle. Also as a costume expert, you know, I have to um you know, I have to ju- I do need to to you do. judge things and yeah. tell tell people where they've missed yeah. the mark. What do you think I could have done differently? Um I would have liked to have seen like a full body paint situation. I like know. A green do you know what? I, th- I thought about that. I just couldn't be bothered to yeah. have to wash it off at the end of the night. I I didn't dress up on actual Halloween, yeah. so. You didn't dress up at all? No. Oh, wow. Because, you know, what? I had such an amazing costume. If you saw my Instagram, maybe you saw um, my Kristen Wiig bridesmaid mm-hmm. uh, airplane moment where I had curtains, <laughs> poles stuck yes. into my back, and I could walk around as that moment of her walking through the curtains and saying I'm ready to party <laughs> anyway I thought to myself if I go walk around in West Hollywood like this everyone's gonna be taking pictures of me <laughs> and I don't, I don't I don't need that because you're I, famous I, yeah. I but no not even because of that but just because I know how that, that the Halloween thing works it's just people want to take a photo that they're never going to look at again. Right, never. Why? I'm a stranger. You're not going to look at this. Well, you're not a stranger, though, because 
you but, know, but think in about costume it. they don't know who I am. But this is true. So, but it's it's a pretty genius costume. It's a brilliant costume. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to get too much attention, and I already had the moment. I already got the attention. I took a photo of it. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to pass on that energy to someone else and let someone else get the That's attention. That's very generous. It wasn't me because mine just got weird looks, <laughs> and then I ended up uh, eating pizza at 9 p.m. You know, so it was not yeah. Well, at least you went above and beyond most people, which was most people dressed up as Bob Ross. Oh, really? And I think that's a cop-out. Yeah, I didn't see that. Everyone. Do you, really? Do you, yeah. And I, did you go to West Hollywood? Like the, the big Yeah, I went to – well, no, I was up on the roof of a hotel. I like to look down oh, at the parade. Oh, did you go to the Paley I did. Hotel? Paley. Mm. The Paley. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Am I saying that wrong, it's too? Pa- it's Pally. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> American accent has ruined everything. Wow. Gosh. Could you know this about me that I, <laughs> I spent my last therapy session talking about how I just want to move to London and how can I make that happen? And I, cause I have an agent there now because of the, the Tilda play and all yeah. that stuff. And all the shows I watch are, I have, I watch everything on BritBox. <laughs> I'm getting acorn soon. Uh, I, I, all I, I mean, want, they have great shows. They really do. All I want to do is watch British Mostly crime shows. So, and I don't know if it's the accent. Um, and like, what, why? I just think about like, you live here and all I want to do is live there. Can we, yeah. do, the, can we do the holiday? Like a swap? Can, yeah. Can I be um, Cameron Diaz? Yeah. Can be <laughs> yeah. Kate Winslet? Sure. But you live here, so it's not going to work. Um, yeah, it's not going to work. What made you, why, why here? Because all I want to do is get, back, well, get to London. You know, it's interesting. I came here for work uh, for modeling. I booked a job for Bloomingdale's. It was a week shoot. And then I, that's how I first came here. And I'd never been here before. And I was like, wow, what is this place? Like, I'd never really thought about... I've been to New York for modeling, but that was about it. And that was, to me, was similar to London in a way. Coming here was like a total, like, where am I? And then things just kind of snowballed. I, I literally booked a Target commercial. Then I auditioned for Days of Our Lives. And all these things happened very quickly. Um, and then before you know it, I think one thing with LA, like, suddenly time just goes. And you're like, oh, I live I'm here like, now. Oh, gosh, I guess I live here. And then my parents are sending my childhood things to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely, I've been exiled from England. But I actually would really like, now I have like, you know, TV and film from here. I would actually like to go back there. And I've, I've never acted in England, in my own country. What? So I would love to go back there and actually. Oh, my God. I know all the shows that you should be on. Okay? Yeah. I've got a list. Tell me. You're going to be on Shetland. It's my okay. favorite <laughs> Scottish crime show. Can you do a Scottish accent? Oh, uh, gosh. Um, sure. Sure. You've got to talk like this. No, something like Scottish. Oh, that's good. It's just say. I gotta... If you want to say the word Spice Girls, you just say Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. I love the Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. And you're literally yeah. just saying the word ghettos. Ghettos. Space ghettos. Space ghettos. Yeah. I saw that on, on Twitter from Michelle Visage. Thank you, Michelle Visage, for that. <laughs> oh, I ran into her on an airplane. She was lovely. Oh. Yeah. Is she still on that dance? Is it still happening? That I'm not sure. Strictly... She was flying back here, so I'm guessing maybe that was over. Okay. Do you watch Afterlife? No, but that... I love the way you say it. Afterlife. Afterlife. Um, Why that... have I not come to you for coachings on my Tilda Swinton accent? I don't know. Because you have... Uh, what is that called? The Queen? Not... They call it the Queen's English. Queen's English. That's well, what you're actually taught. Royal, is that RP? Is that what they? What when they say like royal pronunciation? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the Queen's English is like the sort of posh accent. I guess they teach it you in boarding school. 
So if you don't already speak like that, if you come to boarding school with an accent, they bash the accent out of you. So, you so have... wait, that's why Tilda Swinton doesn't have a Scottish accent because she went to boarding school. Maybe that's why they 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 bashed it out. Yeah, they would. You oh. literally have to go for elocution lessons. So Whoa. yeah, so you'd be ta- you'd be taken out of your regular class, sort of plucked out one by one, and then you'd come back with a new accent. So yeah, it was it was crazy. Did you already have this accent though? My parents have a pretty neutral, like, neutral English accent. My dad was from Birmingham, which is in the middle, and that's a oh, really. Oh, I know Birmingham. That accent is not. Uncle Tommy. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, so... <laughs> Tommy, Uncle Tommy. My no, friends it's live not there. Good. It's not I a think it's word. so cute no, though, it's like not. little kids with the Brummy accent. Wait, as kids, you can get away with it, but when you become an adult, it's not. A, it's not a good sound. But um, my dad, when he joined the Air Force, they did the same thing. They get rid of your accent. They did then. They don't now. But, uh, they this did back then. is wild. Yeah. I, oh, I think do he do also. Do that in America at boarding schools? I wonder. Maybe it's not like uh, boarding schools aren't a big thing here. But yeah, I I don't know. And what would be the neutral accent that we give people? I always of, think I want it to be that mid Atlantic, that old mid Atlantic. Well, one, two. Uh, I remember I did a production amazing. of Our Town, and I got the tapes yeah. back from Samuel <laughs> French, and the, we'd have to practice one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six. Now I just sound like... Well, it's like the old English accent, too, that doing the old announcers. That, that I, I love that accent. It's, it's amazing. Apparently, Very... though, Will was gesturing, and I had heard the same thing, that the West Coast accent became... Not that we have our version of, like, the R- RP or Queen's... Because... Like neutral American accent. So neutral American neutral. accent, because yeah. so much was being filmed here. Right. So California became that? Well, because there was everyone from everywhere was coming here when Hollywood was starting, and then this sort of became what America was seeing as the right. Stand. But then I grew up here in Southern California. And I, I wish I could stop saying the word like on this podcast and I sounding like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that to me makes me crazy. I wish I could get rid of it. Someone would send me to a boarding school. Well, didn't they, but didn't they teach them uh, in the, when they were shooting movies here back in the day, they used to teach them a way to speak all of everybody had to speak the same way for movies, which was slightly Oh, that's sort it of was that, that sort of was stilted, it? like yeah. Well, darling, you uh, mm-hmm. you've smoked a pack of cigarettes, and I I'd like that cigarette. Please give it back to me. I'd like to light <laughs> it and smoke it myself. You're you're a pretty beautiful dame. That's it. I'm an amazing, amazing. improviser right wow. now. Uh, did you? I've also read articles about the English act. Well, British accent. Also, listeners, by the way, mm. when you say British. I find I was a little bit ignorant to this at first, but um, now I'm I know better. Okay. Which is um, sometimes in, when you get an, a, a casting notice, they'll say, "Oh, you know, do a British accent," and I want to say which which one because I think they mean Eng- English accent because no one they generalize that I think yeah Americans don't realize yeah. like it, you think it's not all Eng- like the UK is composed of Wales, England. Scotland and Northern Ireland, yep. and uh, there are many different accents within so that, and they're all British. But when when people when we hear say so, oh, do a British accent, we think do an English accent. Yeah. But really, you could do a Scot a Scottish accent is a British accent. Technically, there, I feel like I've, that would I've be educated all of America right now. But even within England, I mean, it's cra- I've never been to a country before where you can drive. 20 minutes and someone has a completely different accent there's so many different accents english accents it's my favorite one is the cornish accent 
Oh, I'm yeah. really into Pole oh Dark gosh. right now. Do you watch Pole Dark? I, I mean, you I've should seen, be on Pole Dark. I've seen it. But yeah, the the Cornish accent is like real slow, right? It's like slow and corn. Right, I'm from Cornwall. Well, also, I'm I'm I'm. It's like um, I have an oldie timey version of a Cornwall accent. Can you in do my one? Mind. Judith, the character Demelza <laughs> on Pole Dark always says, "Oh, Judas, ye, you." No, they no, never mind. Maybe they're just speaking oldie English. That could be oldie English because like, it was like ye, ye and, yeah, and they don't speak like that in Cornwall okay. with ye. Never mind. Yeah. Um, but I will say this article that I read said that the American accent currently is closer to what the English accent was back in the day, and then at some point, RP. Royal pronunciation, Queen's English, they were trying to differentiate themselves class wise and they so that it was a learned accent. Oh really? And so, that, like the the reason we have American accents is because that's when we What came, you had when you came over. When we came over in I don't know, seventeen hundreds, uh, was how people were talking like how oh. low class people were talking in uh, England at the time. The lower class. Also, just know, listeners, anytime I quote an article, <laughs> I maybe just read the headline, I read it two years ago, yeah. and I'm totally <laughs> full of misinformation. This, Yeah, the evidence sounds patchy. Not but really, but yeah. I'll let you guys Google it if you're interested and you want to know more about <laughs> British accents. I'm going to guess that. Why am I yeah. talking about accents I'm on not the sure. trash cast? Okay, yeah. you know what? That means it's time to get to your trash, so we're going to take a little break. And I'm going to make you show me your trash and okay. your treasure. Perfect. Are you going to trash it or stash it? Trash! Oh, I like trash! And we're back from that amazing commercial product break. Nick. Yes. Um... I have also I have to tell my listeners, I adore you because you're, and also because you <laughs> told us the story of, of where you came from as a child. You're one of the few, uh, you know, model actors that has a personality oh, and that is enjoyable. <laughs> and upon, I mean, this is also a thing that I probably do to myself in the in in Los Angeles, which is, you know, I sort of categorize myself like, oh, quirky sidekick over here. That's leading man. Can't be friends with you. But upon first meeting you, you're so delightful and so sweet. And you do not have the person. Your personality does not fit <laughs> your package. And I'm sure, sure you get that a lot. But our common friend, uh, Patty Wortham, we talk about this a lot. Like, you know, why is that person funny? Why do they have a personality? What about them when they were growing up <laughs> formed this person? And so clearly you are such an enjoyable person because you you went through a lot as a kid. And, and um, you know, so anyway, I just had to share. With well, that's really sweet. Thank you. I think that, I mean, look, I, I mean, so many people have been through worse as kids. But for me, it definitely, it just shaped me. It gave me a level of empathy that maybe I wouldn't have had I just breezed through life. You yeah, know, and people take do they they take one look at you and they think, oh, it must be so hard. What you went to L.A., you booked a couple of modeling jobs. <laughs> I'm like, no, I've been here for like fourteen, what fourteen years? Like, just like I, I will say, like, I and knowing you, I know how hard you have worked. Yeah, and and you know the the Hollywood struggle is real, it's regardless so real. of what category you yeah. are in. And when people say like, oh, they just this person just made it overnight, like you realize now after you've been here, like no, they were just. 
They were walking the street, literally walking the streets, going to millions of auditions, rejection, rejection, rejection on a daily basis. Like it, it really is true. There's no yeah. And anyone like, that made it overnight in their early twenties was here being born. being a, a child actor, yeah, exactly. going to auditions. Yeah. So anyway, I, you deserve all the success Thank and you. all the goddamn Christmas <laughs> movies that come your way, um, which are a big thing. Oh, I have a friend that's. Uh, I'm gonna hook you up. He's, there's a whole. Christmas movie podcast. You have to go talk to. Really, there's, there's a, like there's like a book. My friend wrote a book. My friend Alonzo Durald wrote a book about Christmas. Really, movies because it's a big thing. And there's a, he's going to the Christmas convention. This is a fascinating thing to me because when I first booked this role, like uh, we shot the movie not this year, last year, the first one. Um, I ha- everyone was like, oh my god, it's a holiday movie. These like people love these. They're great. And I was like, really? Like I. I've never seen any. Like, I mean, I know, I know Love Actually. Like, that's we just play that on repeat in the UK at Christmas. Yeah. That's about it. Maybe the holiday. Um, they were like, no, no, no. It's like it's a whole genre. Like, these things are huge. And I went and shot shot the movie thinking, oh, this is fun. It was a great job. I really enjoyed it. And then when the first movie played, I was not expecting it, the... Christmas movies are like horror movies. Like, people that like them yeah. watch all oh, of them. Yeah. And so then they, and they will watch yours multiple... I did one called Snow Bride. And they paid me a hundred dollars for two days, so two. I made two hundred dollars, wow. and it was an <laughs> quote unquote independent movie. And I had to drive myself <laughs> to Big Bear, and they didn't even want to put me up in a hotel. They wanted me to drive back down the mountain in the middle of the night and come back up. Oh my god! Anyway, their independent—I'm using air quotes—independent movie then was sold to Hallmark and became a Hallmark movie. And the number of people that had to message me and come up to me about yeah. Snow Bride. Is wild to oh, yeah. me. So you're now part of a Christmas club that you never dreamed of. But, I never knew existed. But you're like you're in it now. Yeah, I'm you're in it. the prince of it. Yeah, you're the what's the name of them? Christmas with the prince. You're yeah. the you're the becoming Chris, royal. You're becoming royal. <laughs> becoming royal. Christmas with the prince. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. We have to get to your trash and your okay. treasure. So um, I've asked you to bring me something meaningful to you and something that you've been trying to get rid of. So please, did you follow the assignment? Of course. Oh. I, I need to get it though. Hang okay. on one second. All right. So he's got a uh, there's a camouflage bag. There's a camouflage bag, and he's pulling things out of it. So I have this one right here, <gasps> and then I also have. No wait, that's not. That's okay, so it. the first item I am looking at is a little bear. It's very worn. It has like plastic button eyes, um, and it's like a teddy bear, but not like your average teddy bear that sort of like is sitting upright. It's a bear that's on all four. It's kind of like the one that's on our California state flag. And the second item, um, what would you describe this as? This this is a um, it's blue it's blue slightly translucent with gold um, speckles, gold um, bits of embellishments, embellishments, it's a figurine. And it's, a, it's a mini Buddha. A mini Buddha. Yeah, Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. B- Buddha. We say Buddha, but you can you I say mean, Buddha. Yeah, we can talk about your accent after this is done. You also say b- bath. I'm going to bath. Path, grass. To, to eat some pasta. Pasta. Isn't it weird that we say the opposite in this? Pasta. Pasta. And we then, say pasta. And then we say par- parmesan cheese, parmesan? but you say parmesan or something. Like, but there's like a Z in it. Z. That's oh another my. thing. Yeah. And, a, and a H. I love how you guys say H. Aubergine. Okay, I'm not. Sorry, I'm going to stop harassing you about your accent. Actually, H is not you. It's H. So Who says H then? So well, that's not like that's not particularly well spoken. So if you oh, if you that's lower class. If you yeah, if you if like G H, we would get corrected in school. It's like no G H. 
Then why do so many? Br- I must know a lot of dicey Brits. Yeah, where are you hanging out in London? The, the yeah. Glory, yeah. <laughs> the Cock. Those are two gay bars. <laughs> those are two for real gay bars in London. Um, okay, so Teddy Bear or so you Buddha have to, statue. You have to, yeah. I have to decide what's right. trash and what's treasure. Okay. Okay, so I have to decide between this worn bear, his his nose. Oh, just want to cry. His little nose is looks like it's been chewed off, maybe by a human, maybe by a pet. Um, oh wait, this could be a decoy because this, because to me this looks like something that you had in your childhood, and maybe your mother sent it to you with all the stuff recently, or this could be a dog toy. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Or boot or the Buddha statue, Buddha statue. Okay, I'm gonna say that your treasure. I'm gonna fall for this bait. I think that this well-loved bear is your treasure. Am I correct? You're correct. Ding 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 ding! <laughs> I rarely win. But that was my decoy for you to think that it was maybe trash. So you did pick up on it, but you didn't run with that. Yeah. But um. But yes, this is I have had since birth, and I did I chewed the nose off it. Aww. And um and what, they sent it over. What's so, its name? I don't remember. Ted, I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was That's just called so Ted sweet. for Teddy. And um so they sent it over and and you've just you've had it forever and you mm-hmm. would you you would never part with this. Like. No, I cannot part with him, I guess, now. I was sort of now he's back in my life, I think he, he just oh, he's sort was of, separated for a while. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, but he's aged well. He's really aged. He's, he's, you know, they don't make them like they used yeah, to. Yeah, no, this is a quality, quality bear. This is yeah. not some plush, um, yeah. you know, thing that you got in one of those grapple hook like, right. toy no. games. This thing is, is, you know, he's sturdy. Okay, so then that means <clears throat> this Buddha statue is your trash. Tell me why. So basically, um, I had a really bad um, screen test uh, oh. one day for a job that I really wanted, and... I've been to producers and it was amazing. And then it's just like chemistry screen test. I don't know what happened. I just, I, I like, I had an epileptic fit or something while I was trying to do the scene. <laughs> so I just walked out. I just basically bowed out and said, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And um, Wait, what do you mean you bowed out? Like you said after, after it was done, they were like, do you want to come, you know, back in and, and do another one? Like, you know, it wasn't quite like that. And I was like, Nope, thank you. I'm good. I'm I'm leaving, and I left. And not because you were confident <laughs> in what you had. It was just because them. I I was in I knew that I was in that headspace where I wasn't going to be able to at this point in time turn it around. So I just was like, I'm going. So then Whoa. I met a friend on Melrose after, and I was like, I just I feel off. I need to do. I'm going to buy a Buddha. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and so I went into this like vape. No, it was a vape shop. It was like just a shop with bongs in, and they had like these like little plastic buddhas and i was like that that's what i'm I'm gonna have him next to me when i sleep or her when i sleep and everything is gonna be better and and it wasn't because i lost my agent the next day oh wow so So but i kept it because it was a good story but i feel like it maybe it's time for buddha to move on and would you like me to take buddha off your hands to share yeah to share her wealth and generosity that she's and we can auction it or maybe it has maybe it's a Buddha with bad juju and you just want me to like get it. Should I should we try and auction it or should I just take it to the thrift store? Try a little auction. Okay, we'll try a little auction. You know, she's brought me some great things, okay. I have to say. Really? So, yeah, I mean, you know, like I've had other jobs. So and And I, you're sure that she definitely got I can't them for pinpoint you. it to her because I may have brought a couple of other 
uh, okay, different so, different gods from different countries. So now I need to know: Are you are you a practicing Buddhist? I'm not. And do you now? So this sounds like you may have some sort of shrine of all. Are you a superstitious person? Sometimes slash religious person. Sometimes, yeah. There's one statue when I have it to comes rub. to getting a job. When it comes, yeah, <laughs> I have to rub the head of one statue every time I pass it in my house because that's like what you have to do with this statue. What's so that like, statue of? Uh, it's an Indian god called Ganesh. The, who, the, the elephant. The elephant the head, yeah. Okay. So, like, uh, and I even make my roommate do it, too. And I yell at her if she doesn't, if she passes it. Every time you pass it? Every time. You just have to just, it's very quick. Where is it in the house, From though? the kitchen to the living room. So you just sort of, when you walk out of the kitchen, you just do, just do this. But if I see her not doing it, like, make her go back and do it again. Oh, she's definitely not doing it. When you're not home, she's not doing it. That's what, I don't think so either. But it shows because things aren't going well for her right now. So, <laughs> you know. So you definitely, th- you think that these, that these figurines are having an, an, an effect. a definite effect yeah. on your life. Yeah. What other statues or, or uh, you know, things? I have, a, I have a large version of this outside. Okay. A large, but it's a black one. That sits outside with like a plant on it. Okay. So I'm sure that does something. With, come on, you put a plant on a Buddha, it's got to do something pretty cool. Okay. Um, and do you have any other religious, uh, not, you know, other than Buddhist? I have a rosary. Sorry, uh, it, the so, Ganesh is Hindu, correct? Hindu, yeah. Okay. Then this a is, rosary. You're just yeah. like I. I don't I just, know. I cover I don't know, everything. I don't know which I don't know of which the religions yeah. is in charge and is working. Exactly. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I just. I, you know. I try to respect them all, and I think, well, well whichever one decides it's time, <laughs> then we'll run with that one. So okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird in my house. Have you ever thought about taking Teddy here and putting Teddy on this same area? Because maybe this. Now that Ted's back in your life, maybe this is the good luck charm. That's a that's a very very good point. Actually, I'm maybe I'll try that. Maybe this maybe swapping it out. We'll swap, and then Teddy will take the place of Buddha. Okay, well let me know how it goes. Okay, maybe I'll call I'll you from get... my trailer. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, trailer trash. <laughs> what a new segment on the show. I'll get you to sign the bottom of this, and then we'll we'll send it. We'll auction it off. Brilliant. Yeah, it's she's, it's a nice color. Yeah, I'm kind of. I mean. If it's if it has good juju, I might just want to keep. No, we're gonna we're gonna auction it off. Um, Why do you keep it until well, the end of the year and see what happens? I probably will because that'll be about how long it takes me to figure out right. how to do <laughs> charity auctions on eBay. Okay. Anyway, um, I have sorry I have to end us, but Nick, um, you can catch Nick on. Wait, sorry. Do you want me to say I'm it? Gonna, no, I'm going to say <laughs> it right. I can say it. I'm going to say it right. You What's can... my last name? <laughs> Houndstooth. <laughs> Houndstooth. I'm with Nick Houndstooth. Yep. Um, you can catch Nick Hounslow as Prince Alexander in Christmas with a Prince, colon, Becoming Royal. It's playing um, all throughout the month of December. So get in there. Uh, get your... Mm, cup of coffee yeah. or if you your... still have a dvd player you can uh you can buy it from target Ooh. and from amazon so it's yeah it's available on multi multi it's on all, uh, the platforms. all the platforms and you can just get real comfy you yep. can find your loamy place to quote another one of my episodes you can practice some danish higa and get real cozy in the winter and just have a nice christmas movie moment Thanks for being on the Trashcast, <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tom. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tommy Lank's Trashcast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.